0: We're live! Hey, this is Richard Blissbrook here for the Tom Chenault Leadership Show. And guess who I have that I'm interviewing today? None other than Adrian Chenault. Hello. And his, and his grandfather and employee, Tom Chenault. And these guys are the founders and the visionaries of the most radical, most useful, most quantum leap technology in networking ever invented. MIT, Cornell, it doesn't matter. Yale, where'd you go, Adrian? Good. I'll I'll take it. it. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about contactmapping.com. Write that down right now, folks. www.contactmapping.com.
1: Goodbye, listeners.
0: <laughs> and and why, did, why did they create this program? Because these two guys started by the grandfather of networking, the coffee shop interview himself, Mr. Tom Chenault. You look up networking, relationship building, listening, rapport, service leadership in Wikipedia, and you see a picture of Tom Chenault. And then you see a little over in the corner, you see a little picture of Adrian.
1: <laughs> he's coming out he, he's closing fast Richard and I'm very, very proud of that
0: yes I know so I am here to ask the two of you in however what kind of kind of dance you want to answer these questions when you look at the network marketing community which of course in my opinion and in, includes like the mortgage community the real estate community the The uh, any kind of entrepreneurial business where how we grow our business is connecting with new people and sharing our story. So that would, you could call that the network marketing business, even if you own like a hair salon or a yoga studio or a car dealership, we're all networking. And we got the masses out there that are still doing it the old way here's what you should do, my car's the best, my opportunity's the best, my product's the best, if you don't do this now, you're gonna miss out, me, 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 my, 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 you should, you should, you should, you should. Here's my question, how is it, where is it, Tom, that you had the epiphany or the vision to pivot out of being a hypester that didn't pay attention to what anybody else wanted or who they were and went right for, you should buy my product. What had you pivot out of that BS into listening and learning and loving other people before you even had the thought of selling them something?
1: I'd come out of the stock brokerage business and the sale was everything. And I was in another company, a skincare company, and I was their rising star And I would, I was stand on the stage and I lied through my teeth, just like most people do. They reinvent history to make themselves the hero. And I said, Oh, I, and first of all, I quit being a stockbroker. I got fired and analyzed all all the companies. (laughs) I put it in the paper and found this company to be the greatest. And I decided to walk away from my lucrative, my lucrative or whatever the word, um, stock brokerage career and jump into network marketing and
2: I'd stand wow. on this
1: stage and tell them I was the greatest thing since sliced bread. and a guy grabbed me and I'll never forget it a guy named Bill Shepard and said Tom Chennault, you got unbelievable skill you got charisma but you are so arrogant your self-esteem is at an all-time low your ego is almost as big as your stomach and you have got to change, otherwise you are gonna fail and to take a lot of people with you. And it was a harsh conversation, much worse than that. And I'll never forget it. And somehow, as arrogant and ego-driven as I was that day, I was able to hear him. And I'd done the landmark for him. I was in Alcoholics Anonymous, I'm now in Network Marketing, and I swear to you that day, I just said, he's right. And I started crafting a conversation that merged the landmark forum with Alcoholics Anonymous in the 12 steps and network marketing. And this magic show became contactmapping.com forward slash CSI. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what happened. It was, am- it was amazing.
0: Okay, well, a couple of things that um, I'll ask you about that. One, I don't believe that a person can go from going 100 miles an hour this direction, and somebody says something, and they all of a sudden go 100 miles an hour this direction. I would have to suspect, Tom, that you had a voice in your gut telling you what you were doing was wrong. What you were doing was not really authentically you.
2: Well, yeah, there's no question. I'm... People with me,
1: and that comp plan had a. Uh, I was something called the diamond qualify, and you had to have all kinds of legs. And if you didn't hit those leg volumes, those people rolled over you. So I was literally buying my check. It was a decent size check, like seven thousand dollars a month. But I was literally buying it. So I was living a lie, and I was newly sober. And if I didn't shift and hit that gift of desperation right then, I get drunk again too. So Uh, there were a million things that made me do that pivot because I knew I was going right back to my old ways of being a stockbroker and a drunk, and I was just this close to my next drink. And I think that's why I had that gift of desperation. And nobody's ever been smart enough to ask me
0: that question before. Where's Bill Shepard? Prison. (laughs) I have no idea. uh, I have no idea. Yeah. All right. Well, I have an an assignment. I have another
1: couple of multi-level marketing companies and uh, ultimately washed out, but he did me a favor.
0: I have an assignment for you, Mr. Networker. Find him. Find him, call him, interview him, do him a kindness. Because the number of people that he's impacted around the world in 200 different countries and a thousand different languages and 172 different time zones or however many they are is mind blowing. Yeah, because uh, you have been a big pebble in the pond, Adrian. When did you first recognize this conversation in your dad, such that you said to yourself, "Wow, there's something here. There's there's gold here. There's traction here. There's this is more than just." dad's marketing rhetoric and let's do something profound with it i know the idea contact mapping the software didn't come from tom that's way too (laughs) organized thought process
3: (laughs) so it's it's funny i was i was living overseas so I i spent five years living outside the u.s and i think that was a a particularly good time for you and my relationship because i was far enough away from him that i think our relationship that was when we really started to to really be more friends than father and son and like we kind of went through that evolution in our relationship and dad was going through this time of really going you know what's what's my legacy where you know where do i really want to how do i go play bigger beyond you know, being famous in my company or, or whatever it is. And we were having that conversation. And meanwhile, I had gone through a time where I was under a ton of pressure in my job was realizing that, you know, this corporate ladder that seemed so much shinier than the network marketing ladder had a few uh, missing rungs in its own right. And, uh, and so we, there was just this sort of intersection of those two things. And, the the moment, we were we were having this conversation about his legacy and meanwhile, I'm like completely unhappy in my job. I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna do. My wife is like ready to kill me because I work 24 hours a day and we have three small children living in a German speaking country. And uh, I I was home at Christmas, trying to figure out what I was gonna do and I had an epiphany moment literally and I was taking a shower as Thomas likes to always make sure to point out in as detail as he can conjure. Butt naked. But- <laughs> that's that's the light version uh but i had this moment of going oh my god what you have done is so profound and it's so much bigger you know he created the coffee shop interview already but it's so much bigger than just that because it's about transforming lives and we needed to play it bigger and so that was where that that conversation was born
0: beautiful all right so you got humble beginnings you guys i mean uh like anything we're trying to get to go viral, right? It's like you tell four people and they each tell four people and that's sixteen, and they tell four people that's sixty-four, and they tell four people, and that's two hundred and fifty-six. You add them all up, that's like three hundred and forty people, but that's not enough, and we're all broke at three hundred <laughs> <people. laughs> you know, okay. and forty people. okay. Then two hundred and fifty-six is a thousand twenty-four, and that's still not enough. And so kudos to you guys to have the faith and the vision to hang in there until you get to tipping point, which I know you'll get to any day now, any month now, where it goes from however many thousands you have to the hundreds of thousands that it deserves. Where do you see contact mapping going beyond network marketing, like all the other endeavors out there that rely on networking? Today
1: is Taylor Waray's birthday. Today is Curtis Broom's birthday. What Taylor Waray really loves about me is what I remember about him. What Curtis Broom loves about me is what I remember about him. What all of us love about that other person, why we go back to that restaurant, contact mapping is not an application. It's not a, a whiz-bang deal. It's a way of life. We're training people to be better human beings in their families, their extended family tree, all the way through their neighborhoods, everywhere. I mean, this is great for being better salespeople, but it wasn't built for that. It was built for the human race. So where do we see it going? Absolutely everywhere because we're sick of being sound bites. We're sick of being ID numbers. We're sick of not being able to call a human being at Amazon or eBay or anywhere. And we want to be known. We want to be remembered. And that's point one. And point two is everybody's data is being stolen. Your personal information, let's face it, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, they're all free. The reason they're free is because you are the product. And they are they are in you. And we're committed that we completely respect your data. Your company, you might think you've got the most unbelievable app, it will scratch your back. But the minute you leave that company, you're done. And I don't care whether you're in the pharmaceutical sales business or a network marketing company. And our commitment with this, his partner's got a PhD from MIT in computer science, and his whole gig is making sure that we are keeping everybody safe. And that's what we do. We've got to take a little break.
0: Yeah, so this, break time.
1: Oh, I'll, I'll take us out, even though you're the host. So this is the Network Marketing Leadership Show. Thank you so much, Genesis Communication Network. This is Richard Brooke, Adrian Chenal, and his grandfather, Tom Chennault. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, we're back. Okay, so oh. this is
3: great. So this is so you can, We can you. finally talk about contact mapping. Yeah, this is
1: exciting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're running six miles a day. Oh, I'm not running anywhere. I'm not Forrest Gump. (laughs) Uh, I, you know, exercise has always been my nemesis. It's It's not the right vision, of course, and it's not the right affirmation. But the truth is I've never done a great job of affirming and envisioning and falling in love with the process of exercise. It actually is painful for me to exercise. Um. And so I'd rather work than work out. So I'm fat. And, you know, it only takes three pounds a year times 20 years. Three pounds a year is not very much, right? That's like an ounce a day or something. It's like nothing. Like you wouldn't even know that I was getting fat unless you looked at me every seven years. Um. So I'm just taking advantage of this pandemic where I don't have to travel because travel is my nemesis. Um, And I'm working while I'm working out because I finally, I was telling a gal today, I was talking to Amanda Maynard. Happy birthday. Um, I finally figured out how to play Audible on my phone through a headset and how to pick the books and listen to the books. And why did it take me... 10 years to figure out how to play Audible on my phone. I don't know, but I got it all figured out. And so now I do my Facebook Lives every day from my hike and I listen to books and I make phone calls. And, and then I split it because what I've been doing is these marathon things, you know, like an hour and a half, two hour hikes. And they are really painful. And so now I split it up, um, so I'm doing an hour in the morning, and with my Facebook Live and books and phone calls, it goes by just like that, and then I do an hour in an evening, and I'm doing an hour in the evening when I normally would be eating cool. dinner. You look good. Oh, yep. so, so I, have to, I have to stop? Am sure. I rambling?
3: You're, no, you're good, you're good. Sorry, we're, I, we're getting a little bit of latency is all. Oh. We're good. We got another minute and 15.
0: Okay. So um, anyway, I just figured out how to take those things that I love to do, which is work and learn and integrate it into my workouts. And then I split my workouts into two, so they're a lot simpler and easier and faster. And so, yeah, I'm doing about 17,000 steps a day, six miles in two pieces, easy peasy. But, you know, a month doesn't mean anything. I have to figure out how to do this for a year before I get rid of 30 years of neglect.
1: Well, I have a horrific picture of you in the bathtub, so I will attest to the fact that you have something to do. <laughs> <laughs> so that is so funny. but because hey, Larry, it was so it's horrific, here. the picture he sent me, that it's okay. So the fact is, is that it was so horrific that I sent him one of me the same way, just so we had reverse blackmail on each other. Was that nice enough of me? That was
0: very nice because you had it on me. <laughs> yeah. and, and Kimmy sent that to you. I didn't Jeez. send it to you. Yeah,
1: I'll never forget. I go, golly, I got a really good picture. He goes, that's impossible. And I <laughs> said, well, let me show you, and it was hilarious. So we're gonna okay. So now we're going back.
0: We got Larry Binet here.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, we do. That's all right. Um, we're gonna. We, we're not gonna use him for five minutes. So just keep. That, 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 oh. That. We're going to continue with you for five minutes and he's coming back right after this
2: next
0: break. All so, right. Awesome. So back to, um, well actually tell me Tom, uh, tell us because contact mapping gets all the press, but the coffee shop interview is the foundation of it. It's the philosophy behind it. It's the practical application of it. Tell us about the coffee shop interview and how people can learn about that.
1: Well. I used to basically tell people what it was and then Adrian wrote it down and then he made an ebook called the coffee shop interview ebook, which is free and it's on the contactmapping.com website. And all you do is put forward slash CSI. But basically you're interested, not interesting and you're never throwing up on anybody and you're finding out what they want to buy. You're finding out what they don't want to buy and you're waiting a couple of days, and you're selling them back what they said they wanted to buy three days ago, and you don't ask them if they want to buy what they said they didn't want to buy. It's a magic trick. You never never get rejected, and then you've already asked a bunch of questions about, about their time, their money, their health, and all that other garbage in form, and at the end of the day, What happens to you is you are related and you're absolutely pointing a laser beam at what it is in their life that you can help them with. And you're going to find out that in nine out of 10 conversations, it's got nothing to do with your network marketing company or your business. You're going to be a better human being because your job, if you take it on, is everybody that you meet, you leave feeling better about their life than when they got And that's, yeah. that's the whole show. And then you learn how to connect people and connect people and connect people and be of service with integrity. And if you do that, you are absolutely invincible,
3: right? Totally true. And one of the things that I, I've been thinking about a bunch in the last few weeks, because it's really, that's so true and so powerful. But once you start doing it, you actually really, you become the person that you're so confident you're going to leave them better than you found them that they grasp that before you open your mouth yeah i think that's a whole other layer of this kind of revelation of what this does in your life is that you actually become believable as a human being as somebody that cares as somebody that can help because you've done enough times that you know you can and your energy shows up that way instead of i think we often kind of we, we all kind of start off going is this really going to work and you're you know it takes a little while before you find your way to that
0: level of believability. Yeah, it does take some confidence and some patience. Yes, right. Can't be desperate. Desperate <clears throat> desperate doesn't map map onto this. Uh Tom, tell me this, Adrian, you have this to look forward to. Um you you mentioned it, but I just want to uh, explode it some that what percentage of the people that you have developed relationships with because you were interested in building relationships. What percentage of those people that you have rich, beautiful relationships with that make up your life and how extraordinary your life is, what percentage of those people are on your network marketing sales team? Minuscule.
1: Um, It is minuscule. In fact, the other day I was actually inquiring into that Richard. And it's funny that you ask because I, I, On Facebook just alone, I've got 5,000 friends and about 15,000 followers. And only 2,000 or so of those people are in my network marketing business. And that's on Facebook. In my phone, it's an even more abysmal number because I suck so bad at sales, but I'm so good at enrollment. So I've got these incredible friends in my phone. But I will tell you that my friends know that they are my friend. And that I will go as deep as
3: humanly
1: possible in front. And if I wanted to convert the majority of those people into business partners, I probably could. But I would rather sell wine. I don't want to sell wine before it's time. I would rather have those people find a need and come to me. And I, I'm never, I, I never am out looking for a lead. I have leads and people chasing me all the time, literally begging me to do business and I truly drop them off where they want to be and most of the time it's not inside of my company it's someplace else that's serving their life better
0: and even in that what might people might say is an indirect altruistic approach to building a business that's resulted in perhaps like something like a million people in your database and a seven figure income
1: yeah yeah it's turned into a monster amount of money and a monster amount of peace of mind. And it's not about the money. It's about the difference I've made and the people that think me for actually caring about their life and not having an agenda and trying to steer them where they're happiest versus where I want them.
0: Serving leadership. And with that, it's time to take a break. This is the Genesis Radio Network, Tom Chenault Leadership Show. Uh, we'll be right back at you. Thank you. <laughs> that was good.
1: Oh, God. All right. You know the good. break. Yeah. <laughs> so Larry Bonayo is going to come on, who's one of the more connected people I think I've ever met. And I really can't figure the guy out because I can't figure the guy out. And I want to have him on the show. And it will be fun during the other side because I want to know how this guy makes these connections. I saw him at – I think I saw him at Kobe's funeral. I think I saw him at – uh, Tony Robbins' birthday party, and we'll get to that on the other side of the break. Uh, talk a little bit about contact mapping, Adrian, because even
0: we haven't talked about that been, enough to talk about that some more. Talking
3: about it in the form of a commercial. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. So, <laughs> enough about me. Let's talk about what you think about it. <laughs> so, uh, so the, the thing that has been that I've been obsessing about ever since we started this and I have redoubled my obsession on this is what you're in the business of is transformation. What we want to have happen in your life is that you have such a radical shift in the way that you carry yourself in relationships in every part of what you do, not just your job, not just how you recruit people, not just how you do your team or whatever it is, that it shows up in every single part of your life. And what has to happen for that to be true is you you have to have access to the tools. And so contact mapping is, you know, the app is this great tool that makes it easy for you to do that. Really, at the end of the day, if you don't do the work, then it's not like what you want to happen is not going to you're not going to get the results that you're looking for it's just like network marketing right you can have the most the greatest product in the world the most beautiful system everything you can possibly imagine so if you don't have if you don't do the work and follow and do the stuff then nothing's going to happen and what we found and what we find is that some of us are really self-governed and we're really good at creating like that accountability for ourselves but most of us are there. And so where we are going and what is shifting literally as we speak is that we are going to play a huge we switched it and
1: we have, we realized that we've been letting all these high priced trainers kick our ass and we're not going to let that happen anymore. So here's the deal. The way that it used to go down was I believe that you had to get the training. So you learned all the skills and then you learned radical self inquiry and love and compassion. And then you learned to sh- share it with people, this beautiful tribe. And now my whole supposition is this. It just moved over. We're gonna teach you the love and compassion. We're gonna teach you the rigorous self-inquiry that has you understand how you have human beings that you meet with, feel loved, feel like they can trust you and that they feel a part of your tribe. And then we're gonna send you to all the trainers. But we're gonna live on the front end of it instead of, because what we were doing before, is we were letting these people get in the popcorn popper and then we had to unpop them to go get back in the popcorn popper. Now we're does that make sense? No, this, this is, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so genius. I can't believe it.
0: You lost no, it. doesn't make popper. any sense at all. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to rewatch the show. <laughs> hey, I got to go.
1: All right. Get out of here. You are a heck of a
3: radio.
0: I'm sorry, I'm going to miss Larry. He is a fascinatingly connected dude. That um, find out what he does for a living.
1: I don't. I'm going to just figure out the guy. I, he's he's an enigma to me. Terrible at calling back and follow up. I can't figure out how he's got it. I want to know his magic tricks. So I'll let you know. So come back and watch the rest of the show. All
0: right. All right. Thanks. See you later. Bye.
1: Bye. Thank you. How much time do we have left? We got one minute left on the break. All right. So contactmapping.com. I'm gonna put up a new graphic <laughs> of the way. Shut up. <laughs> <awkward>. gonna,
3: come <laughs> on, <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> this
1: is okay. So let yeah, Brooke is a mess.
3: He usually wants to buy survivalist gear on the like, You've got a future selling survivalist gear. You're a great you got a great radio
0: voice. Silver impregnated bacon is my favorite. That <laughs> stuff lasts forever.
1: <laughs> I can look through the people on this Facebook feed. Brian Baum, Justin Gassman. And I can tell you the story of every one of those human beings. I can tell you one. I, met. I can tell you what I love about them. I can tell hey you the about their children, and that's hey the guys? most important. You know, human being. What?
2: Can, can you guys hear me?
1: Yeah, you're popping. So we'll uh, we'll do a we'll do a, yeah.
2: I'm I I'll be honest with you. So like, um, I am str- I am. So two things. In the last thirty days, last three weeks. I got into the PPE medical supply business. So, like, literally, I'm trying to save first responders right now with mm-hmm. getting the medical supplies. I'm dealing with state governments, world, you know, FEMA, the VA, all sorts of stuff. So, my time right now is at an absolute premium. So, I, I told them I could be on from 2 to 34 for about 10 or 12 minutes, which is now. Okay. But, well, let's get you on.
1: What time, go ahead. We want to hear from you because this okay. is you are super important. So what we're going to do now is we're going to pop in. So just welcome back to the Network Marketing Leadership Show. It's Tom Shanoff, It's Adrian Shanoff, And we've got Larry Benet with us. And this guy is super, super connected. Somebody I have been absolutely obsessed with for a very, very long time to the point that I watch him on Instagram. I watch him on Facebook. Because he lives a life of connection, and I just want to know in this very, very short amount of time that you've got, tell us how in the heck did you become Larry Benet?
2: You know, bottom line is uh, one relationship at a time, and adding my I have a I have a philosophy of give first, add value always, always try to make a difference. But if I look back to the early 1990s, I was involved in the financial services like a network marketing, like not a network marketing, but a, an agency that allowed me to recruit other people into financial services. My mentor had built, uh, that guy had built two different billion dollar companies. Anyway, the point is I was failing miserably. I attempted to get into the technology industry and um, can't remember exactly how old I was, but I was probably in my early 20s, mid 20s. And for the first time in my life, when I went from financial services into tech, I realized every time I would ask someone, hey, do you know anyone at Microsoft? Do you know anyone at SAP? And everyone would say no. And I felt like out of control for the first time in my life. And I vowed never again will I ever allow that to happen. I fortunately got into the technology industry. I was just in sales. Got fired, believe it or not, for my first software selling job because I did not take the paperwork and all the uh, – when they wanted uh, updates on you know, everything, I, I guess I didn't get it to them in a timely manner. I didn't get my expense reports done in a timely manner. And me being the entrepreneur, I didn't think it was that big a deal. I figured i will get it to them. When I get it to them, I'm going to focus on selling. Uh, but fast forward, I ended up working for a company called the Gartner Group. They are a very large technology consulting firm. I became the president of the Southeastern Software Association. Um, that was a, a volunteer kind of gig. But my clients were like you know, the technology CEOs or the senior vice president of marketing or sales. And in the late 1990s or the dot-com era, I would have companies that would go from like zero to literally hundreds of millions of dollars. And in some cases, billions with a B. And some of my clients became billionaires and very successful. And I, at the time, I guess I didn't know what I was doing. I was just doing it naturally. I was adding massive value. I would go to one CEO who's doing very well. He flipped his company. The stock market was, you know, rewarding him. I would talk to the other CEO, similar industry, and his business was failing or the stock market wasn't rewarding him. I'm like, hey, what if I put you guys together? Let me set up a lunch. Let me set up a meeting. And then one time I I set up a tennis match with three of the wealthiest people in all of Atlanta, the three rock star CEOs of Atlanta's technology world. And to this day, that's 25 years later. I'm still in touch with those guys. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of them uh, two weeks ago is going to put us in touch with you know the governor of the state of Georgia to help them with medical supplies. So literally in real world, if I look back 12 years, and here's the good news, I've been selectively outsourced four times in my life. That means I've been fired or laid off and or what I call selectively outsourced. I've battled depression numerous times in my life to the point where I couldn't get off the couch, out of the bed, make a phone call embarrassed shameful whatever um and the reality is today in less than three weeks time so from three weeks ago by the way let me back up uh on april 1st 2006 i got a call um from the hr person and my boss basically telling me my my role at the company was no longer needed or my services i was shocked i was saddened i was frustrated uh I didn't have much money in my bank account at the time. And I don't know if anyone's ever had a lot of money. And the money's just a spigot's turned off overnight. And that's what happened. And uh, I asked, why am I being let go? And they said I was doing too much networking. And I was like, you got to be kidding me, right? The thing I'm most famous for today, Forbes magazine considers one of the top networking experts in the world. Inc. Magazine considers one of the most connected people in the world of business. And these days, I'm a phone call from, you know, one of my partners on the phone with Trump the other day. We are one phone call, one is done. You know, We got to the head of the VA, you know, head of the FEMA, and it's all through helping other people. It's all about adding value over and over and over. It's me helping the homeless guy. It's me helping the CEO. Bingo. Value every single way. 12 years ago when I got the call saying my service is no longer needed, I had no idea what I was going to go do. And um, fundamentally within, I don't know, 30, 60 days, I had met um, Bill Clinton. He gave me his private contact information in under about 30, 45 seconds. I invited him to participate with We Are The World. I had uh, met Sir Richard Branson, my all-time favorite business idol, entrepreneur. <clears throat> he gave me his private email in less than 30 seconds. Um, same thing, Larry King invited me to breakfast after about 60 seconds. That same year, I started a group called the speaker and authors networking group and everyone from Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins paid his own way to come to my event. He attended my event and he spoke at my event. Paula Abdul when American Idol was the number one television show. She called to ask if she could attend my event. We said yes. She paid her own way to come and fly and speak or whatever. Everyone from Brendan Burchard to Russell Brunson to the owner of the Golden State Warriors, the owner of the Golden State, you know, the Dodgers, the owner of the Zappos, all these people that was whom I, once a year, I would host an event with the best of the best, the top thought leaders, the top entrepreneurs, did that for a dozen years, built a very influential network, again, one connection at a time, and it could be, if you're hearing this live today, you take a summary of what you learned from me, and Richard, and Tom, and everyone else, and you share that information with someone else, that's value-add. Maybe there is a someone else that has got a live stream later today that's a value, and you're sharing that, and that's a value. My friend Tony Shea from Zappos wrote a book called Delivering Happiness, and by just sending him an article that Time magazine did a whole series on happiness, and I sent him the article saying, hey, they did a whole magazine on this. I don't know if you've seen this; you're probably too busy. So he, that's a value. Me connecting someone is a value, connecting dots. I am connecting people all day long every single day. And I've done this for 30 years. And so just to give you the perspective, the power of influence, the power of connecting, the power of adding value in the last 10 days to two weeks, I started a new entity. Um, We literally just incorporated. I don't even know if the incorporation is live yet. And it's called Give First Global. I did it because I'm always giving first. And I believe that's just a better way of living life. I don't, I, don't, I very rarely ask for anything I try to just serve other people to make a difference just to show you the power in this I reached out to seven people all seven have built billion dollar companies or run a billion dollar company or turned around a billion dollar company all seven some have run fortune 10 companies one guy started a company from zero brought it to 800 million and you know advises people like Jeff Bezos and Amazon Web Services an hour before this One of my friends, Keith Ferrazzi, author of Never Eat Eat Alone and Who's Got Your Back, the number one expert in the world on how to manage virtual teams, he gave us 10 minutes of his time. He probably gets at least six figures a day or more to consult companies. gets a lot of money for a one-hour talk. Right before he finishes my thing to my team, he moves over to talk to the president of Verizon. Okay? And the only reason I tell you this, when you add so much value to so many people, years ago, something happened with his son. I'm not at liberty to discuss. He called me and I added value to him on something he personally cared about. Something that I learned from Keith is to do personal and professional check-ins. And what I mean by that is what's going on in your life, Tom, personally? What's going on professionally? And in the last month, I've sent lots of text messages, lots of video messages, asking people, what are they most excited about now? What opportunities do they have now? What challenges do they have And are facing now. I have a friend. He was running one of the largest seminar companies in the world. I don't even know if that company is in business anymore. And if, you know, the world has changed in the last 60 days. We've all been quarantined. Businesses that were doing well 30, 60 days ago, were not doing so well. People that have a lot of real estate, landlords that were very wealthy, if the people aren't paying, so the world has changed. So what we've done, we've helped the first responders with these masks hand sanitizers, wipes, ventilators, all sorts of things that I hear Governor Cuomo and Donald Trump you know screaming about that they need help because of my connections, not just me. We have some of the most connected people in the world working on this project. And it's basically a lot of entrepreneurs who are innovative that can cut through red tape. If product can't get through China, I know who to call that can you know have political connections to get it out of China. If you know this guy right here can't you know this cool mask, this wasn't even a company two, three weeks ago. They created this on the fly. It's interchangeable. And basically, what they have is interchangeable. These are considered K95 masks. And just like a Gillette razor, you can pull out the razor and add a new one. These have filters that you can just, new technology designed by one of the designers at Nike. This entrepreneur stepped up and they're putting manufacturing plants. One of my friends is the largest owner of swimwear manufacturing in the world. I called him up after I reached out to the governor of California, and I said, hey, do you know anyone that has these masks? He goes, as a matter of fact, we flipped some of our manufacturing facilities, and in the last few weeks, him and I have been working side by side, sending them opportunities, vice versa, and probably, I don't know, in the last 10 days, I don't know, know, an extra 10 or maybe 20, or I don't know, even 30 people, are, are helping me, internal, external, whatever, so we can help the first responders in the United States and around the globe get product that will help them save lives. And so that's your
1: the power entire life. Of life. is that's connection the connection with contribution. You just contribution. make everybody's life better and it works out for you. 100%. Now, how about the speakers company? Is that.
2: You know, I'm not actively, you know, to be honest you still with you. Uh-oh. I've turned down every interview request in the last month every like I, I even told your assistant I have maybe twelve minutes max maybe fifteen because right now we're highly focused heads down on doing everything um, and you know I'm passing off other additional opportunities just to focus on helping get this new company this new entity off the ground hiring the right people um, Literally, I have someone who is one of the top bakers in America because of high trust relationship. Her name is Dr. Betty Uribe. She's one of my advisors. She has stepped in to help get this new company operationalized. Um, yesterday, I spoke to someone for three minutes who I know. It's, I've, I've known this person for 20 plus years. He used to be the number two executive at the NBA. He used to run the Atlanta Hawks and the Atlanta hockey team. This is someone that you know. We, we're very tight. Um, he's helped me. I've helped him. I spoke to him for less than three minutes, and he got on a Zoom call for an hour last night so I could explain more of what we're doing. But he also shared best practices on how he became one of the top sports marketing guys in the world. But the bottom line him and I bonded oh, over. We the- got to take a break.
1: We got to take a break. If you want to stick around for three more minutes, you can. Otherwise, you go back to work. But we love you. This is the Network Marketing Leadership Show on the Genesis Communication Network. We'll be right back. Holy crime, man. <laughs> you are a fire hose son of a gun with some content. Thank you. Now Good we're up. on the break. So you can just be Larry. So
2: three minutes, and then we're going to hop off so I can get
1: back to helping the first responders. Yeah. So. Just thanks a lot. And, you know, you didn't bullshit us. All you did was come with your heart and showed people because I've. You explained to me you in that short radio segment and the world's going to know that now and we're going to help you make this company huge and everything else you're doing in your life because you're doing a hell of a job,
2: by the way, because you're a connector like I am, we could, you know. It's hard to have one on one conversations these days with everything going around me. But if you have companies, the network marketing companies, everyone in their warehouses are gonna to have to wear masks. They're gonna need hand sanitizer, they're gonna need wipes, they're gonna need gowns, they're gonna need all this stuff. Um, I'm happy to work something out. You know, I'll have some of my people follow up with you. But even if you just refer to us, these people, and we, we help them, I'm happy to credit your foundation or just give you compensation or whatever. But um, I have never seen an opportunity in my life um, on what's been going The demand for this stuff is bananas. And I'm just glad that um, my years, 30 years of connection is finally paying off so we can help people in real time get product to where it needs to go. In America, in, in Israel, Italy, around the globe. So, but, okay,
1: so this contact mapping that he owns, this yes. little company is all about interviewing people professionally and personally documenting, writing it down where you can find it, and following up with integrity. Is that what your life is all about?
2: A hundred percent. You know, I tried your guys' software. Um, I have other software that I was already using, so I, I didn't really use it that much. But it's your product is a really good product. Just, was it wasn't the best fit for me with everything else I already had built behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yo, and I was, impressed, like, I
2: was impressed with you guys when I met you guys. Um, I met some of someone else in addition to you, Tom, at the in Dallas at that network marketing thing. Well, oh, he was
1: a jerk. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> no, I have no idea who it was.
1: <laughs> That's somebody. You guys gave uh, the, it
2: was the guy that gave the
1: T-shirts out. Yeah, guy was. He was probably a wonderful human. But I'm going to tell you, Larry. What is say? We didn't hear that. Doesn't matter. Go ahead. All right. So, well, how much time we have? Uh, one minute. Okay. So, Larry, we're going to end this. You're out of here. I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. If you want to come back when this is behind us and really treat the people on how to be you, I would really, really enjoy that. Uh, you are a pleasant surprise uh, when you were gonna be late. I had a story about that, because we always do. I had no idea you were saving the world, so I want to apologize to the universe and tell you that whatever
2: we can do to help you, we will. Last thing, as it relates to the network marketing industry, because that's your guys' space, you know, I would love to help the industry as a whole. I could, I'm probably the single best person in the world right now. I'm getting trust quickly. And, you know, I have billionaires give me their personal contacts in less than 30 seconds, right, Richard Branson. I could show other people how to do what I've done for years, but I, I don't have time to change. And right now, that's not the time. But down the road, I'm happy to do stuff to serve the industry so they can all make more money and become better business people add more value, serve more people, make a bigger difference, whatever they want to go do, by building more high-trust relationships. Happy to do it, and I know you won't know all the right people. I will take care of it. Thanks a million. We'll see you later. See you. Thanks. Appreciate you guys. Have an amazing day. All right. Bye.
1: Three, two one, And we're back. It is the Network Marketing Leadership Show. Holy mackerel. We've had a wow. crazy day, Adrian. That's
3: wild. Yeah, no
1: kidding. So, holy mackerel. <laughs> well, that was exhausting. Brooke was. An unbelievable villain. I mean, the there's nobody better, uh, and on the fly, and so kind, and so funny, and <laughs> Kimmy and his dog Marley and his daughter Haley, just crazy, crazy, crazy. Oh, good today. And this is Larry Bonet, I'm telling you. And you know what he just said? And I'm going to give away a secret because the guy walked up to me and he wanted to meet me. He goes, "Oh, Joy, like to go to the Masters." And I go, what? It was something. It was the Masters or something. I don't know what he thought. I was a golfer or something. But he he offered me tickets to something that was so much bigger than anything I'd ever been offered tickets before, like in the first 10 seconds. So it wouldn't have taken me five seconds to give him my phone number, my wife's phone number. And my email address. Yeah, and speaking right. of my wife, don't you love Denise? She's the best. Isn't she an unbelievable person?
3: <laughs> What'd you do wrong?
1: Huh? <laughs> no, Nothing. There's a write? comment in there. She <laughs> says, you're not talking about your wife very oh, well.
3: Oh, that's
2: right. We got to sort that out. Yeah. And how is your,
3: how's your wife doing? My wife is good. You know, this season at home has been, I think, the best thing. You know, it's, it's crazy how times when it's you get upended and you, you, there's so many silver
2: linings and one of them is family. <laughs> yeah beautiful things out of the coronavirus that you can think of that you know that you're not going to
1: be able to guess that has happened to you in the coronavirus with you and I. I don't know. Yeah, you do What changed completely that flips you out? Going to church with you. Oh yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. So Adrian, I hate churches. I'm, I, I feel like I'm the only sinner in the whole joint. I figure they all know. I feel like I've got that, that mark on my forehead called Satan's after this guy. And so I won't go into a church no matter what. And I don't like all the singing so much. I want to just hear like somebody deeper than me talk about spirituality without trying to scare the crud out of me. And so I so they intimidate me. And the people intimidate me. And I'm a closet introvert. People don't know that.
2: So I'm sitting there all alone and I'm always very uncomfortable in churches. But online church with him and watch. Am I ready to make me car right now? This virus has done unbelievably beautiful things
3: for us, hasn't it? Yeah, that's so true. And it's, it, you know, it's funny how you, you, that's something you never could have planned mm-hmm. for or guessed or, or anything. And, you know, it's, I think we're all, we're, we're all reaching back into our core values and reaching back into, you know, what are the, how, how do we find kind of ground ourselves into the things that really matter? in a time where everything is kind of upended and uncertain and everything else. And it's, there's some, some huge beauty that comes from that. And I think some huge lasting shifts that I think are going to happen in our society as a result of that too, because I think that we have all, I think we've had this collective moment of like all going through that in our own
2: way that I think is going to change us going forward in a positive way when we come out the other side of this thing. The pop- Corn popper story. <laughs> I think it was a much better story than Richard Brooke
1: gave me credit for. <laughs> And I am going to tell you that we have figured out how to make you unbelievable contact mappers before we make you network marketers, how to become how to become unbelievable contact mappers before you become the soccer mom or the salesman or anything else. And where I made my mistake was I turned you over to everybody else. And then I had to undo a bunch of stuff that happened there. When my entire mission on this planet and my job on this planet, and I am positive of it today, my legacy on this planet is the relationship side of it. The magic of that Larry Binet, the magic of that Richard Brook, the magic of Curtis Broom and Lisa Grossman. That is where I am absolutely magic. And trying to emulate Eric and Ray and Frazier, and Rob and Mark J and Todd Falcone and by the way Todd Falcone's my, my mom uh, heartbreaking uh, if anybody can tell him in the form of a text or something else that we did mention his mother uh, we're heartbroken about it I know he got the call at 4:30 in the morning there is no way to prepare for something like that and our heart and w- nice guy Such and a nice his guy. beautiful wife and their boys I mean just makes me cry oh yeah unimaginable well yeah by the way i'm your dad don't
2: die. Don't, <laughs> don't die, die. <laughs> don't
1: die. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah so the name of the game and you know there's no gift on the planet than working with your son i mean i would love nothing more than little dominic to be my partner along with adrian and our daughter courtney to be our partner along with adrian in this contact mapping endeavor going forward and the universe is moving itself that way believe it or not and i am t- You know, our job is change the world, and we are committed to doing that with you. So, contactmapping.com. You want to go there? We're going to have a a whole new vision statement up there that is going to blow your mind. So,
3: we almost out here. We are. We have about a minute left, and let's say let's let them know who's coming next week, which I'm just confirming for you right now. Or we can't. Oh, Gordon Hester is next week. Gordon Hester
1: has just written an an unbelievable book, and if you guys don't know Gordon Hester, internationally famous, teaches at colleges, involved with the DSA, involved at the highest level of thought leaders in network marketing. And the light on the integrity of this profession is what he will show you. He will show you that literally everybody should have a network marketing business, and he'll do it from a real fact-based, not Tom Chenault hype-based conversation, it's going to blow Adrian delivered it. You're going to love this guy. Uh, I spent a lot of time with him. I love him with all my heart. We'll see you all next week on the Network Marketing Leadership Show with Adrian and Tom. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can get a lot more content like this going to contactmapping.com.